It's great to be back on Search the Scriptures today with all of our listeners. What a blessing it is to be able to open up God's Word so freely and openly and to be able to do so through the medium of radio on such a widespread basis and study those rich teachings and truths and promises, the guidelines, and yes, sometimes the corrections and rebukes and even condemnations, but all of them there to guide us to live the best life that mankind can possibly live with the greatest expectation and hope that mankind can look forward to, and that is eternal life with God and Christ in heaven. We hope that you are getting closer to being able to make that claim in your life. We hope that as you are learning, as you're studying with us each day, that you are learning the Bible better and that you're becoming closer to God and that you're getting closer to making that decision to follow him his way. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you make that final step. We pray for you all the time. And uh, all you have to do is contact us if you'd like to study further or if you'd like to talk with somebody or if you have questions or suggestions or whatever, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to send you a copy of this program on CD or any of the programs in Search the Scriptures for that matter. They're always free. We pay the postage. All you have to do is ask for them. We don't want you to send us anything whatsoever for them. We'll give you the information how to contact us at the end of the program today. Good to be here today to study, as always, when he's available with Dwayne Kennedy. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be on the program as I have the opportunity. I, I really love this, really enjoy the study and uh, knowing that our audience is out there. And I want to invite you to come and be with us in person to listen to our sermons preached by Brother Hutchins and also to participate in our Bible classes and worship services here at the Sunny Slope Church of Christ as soon as you have an opportunity. It's also good to be on the program with Dennis Stackhouse. Thank you, Duane and Gary. I am certainly blessed to be with you both on the program today. Uh, this is something I really look forward to as I know the time is approaching when we get together to record these programs. And it really is exciting, as we said yesterday, to get into the Bible and to realize that we can understand God's word and his will for our lives. And it is the ultimately important endeavor for every one of us to make sure that our lives are right in the sight of God if we want to enjoy that eternal heavenly home with the Father, with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Now, fellas, we're going to get right back into this particular part of our study, uh, talking about looking upward, inward, and outward. And what we're really trying to, to, to focus on is people are looking for direction, for peace, for hope, for happiness, for fulfillment in their lives. And yet so often they're looking in the wrong places. Right. They're looking for fulfillment in unfulfilling sources. We've talked about how people turn to drugs and alcohol, how they look for some kind of happiness and, and fulfillment through illicit sexual relationships and endeavors. And even sometimes people turn to violence trying to find happiness and, and some meaning in life. All of that's nonsense. Yes. yes, it is. And whatever temporary happiness they might receive from those particular directions 
it's short, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Fleeting and passing. Mm -hmm. We read about that in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 25. Now, the first thing that a person has to do to find that real happiness and hope and fulfillment in their lives is to look upward yes. and recognize God. God is their creator. God is God. Mm -hmm. And people need to, to, to realize the magnificence and the awesomeness of God. Now, his love, his power, his compassion, his mercy, his holiness, all of that goes with recognizing the awesomeness of God. Yes, it does. That's the first line of sight that people need to open their eyes to. They've got to look upward. And they've got to recognize God as God. And you know, fellas, a lot of people, they're just not ready to submit their will to God's will right. yet mm -hmm. in their lives. Yes. Want to have things their way, and that's not going to work. Really isn't. Not going to find that happiness and that fulfillment until they re recognize that God is the master. Yes. Now, once they've looked upward, then as we've been looking at over the last couple of programs, they need to look inward. They need to look inward and say, okay, I see God. I recognize, I admit now that God is God. I need to change my life. Mm -hmm. I need to look inward. That's that second line of sight. Yes. It's a good way to think. Yes. Now, God created us very, very special, as we've emphasized. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 and 27, it tells us that he created man different from everything else that he created, in that he created man in God's own image, mm -hmm. a being with a spiritual essence. Mm -hmm. And so he created us with the ability to understand right from wrong. Mm -hmm. good from evil, yes. righteousness from unrighteousness. And we can even train that ability as well, Gary. Uh, the Hebrews writer instructs us in chapter 5, verse 14, that through practice we can actually uh, help to heighten our senses to discern between good and evil. And that's important that we do so. Absolutely. And not become careless about mm -hmm. that matter. Yes. Because we're talking about our eternal destiny. We are. And you know, in that regard, too, uh, I'm reminded when you speak about our spiritual essence and the difference that God made in man as opposed to the animals or any of his other creation, in uh, Ecclesiastes 12, verse 7, we're told that the body will return to the dust from which it was taken, but the spirit will return to God who gave it. That's right. And there's that spiritual essence. Exactly. That we have. That's right. Animals die, they die. It's yes. over for them. They go back to the dust and become dust, and that's it. That's yes. it. Now, our physical bodies go back to the dust, but we have that spiritual essence, that mm -hmm. soul that mm -hmm. goes on because God created us special our right. being in will His live image. On. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, so it's important that we recognize that. In, in Genesis 5 and verse 1, it tells us that He created man in His likeness, in God's likeness. And what a great thought that is. Amen. Now, in our last program, we, we were talking about and focusing on how God wants us, wants to be our heavenly father, mm -hmm. 
not just our creator, not just some impersonal God out there, but he wants to have that personal relationship with us. Mm-hmm. In fact, Jesus said in Luke, uh, in Matthew chapter, I'm sorry, in Luke chapter 12 and verses six and seven, that God knows us intimately well. Mm-hmm. The very hairs on our head are numbered. Yes. He cares about us. Yes. Mm-hmm. He cares about us. And we saw then that if God is our creator, and if we can move to the point where we allow him to become our heavenly father in the truest sense of the word, submitting our lives to, to his will, then we should glorify God through our lives. That's right. Mm-hmm. Matthew 5 and verse 16. Yes. We should live our lives to his glory. Right. Now there's a problem though, isn't there? Yes. Mm with us, with all of humanity, that has become a wedge between ourselves and our Creator, our God, who loves us so much. Yes. And loves us is, is really does not, is not a phrase that adequately describes that quality of His. As we studied it in some detail, He loves us so much that He sent His Son to die for us why we were still his enemies mm-hmm. because of sin. Mm-hmm. And that's the wedge, isn't it? Yes, it is. In Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 2, what do we read there, Duane? But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. Now, could that statement be made to everybody about everybody? Yes. Without question. Every single one of us. And, you know, it really flies in the face of the person who hasn't studied as much as they probably should, who says to themselves that my relationship with God is great. I know he loves me. I love him. Yet they also know that there's sin in their lives. The Bible teaches us that sin separates us from our father. He still loves us, but we walk away from him. Yes. There's, there's a difference between, some, between God loving us and walking with us because we have chosen to walk with him submissively and obediently and faithfully. And in God loving us but having to separate himself from us because we've separated ourselves from him because of that wedge of sin. That's right. And we've not repented of it. And you're right in saying, Gary, that it does apply to all of us. And Duane, uh, you look at the third chapter of Romans and that becomes abundantly evident. Oh, it's yes. repeated in there, isn't it? Yeah, verses 9 through 12, we're told more than once there is none righteous, not, not even one. And you look at verse 23 of that third chapter, it tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's right. All, and that includes everybody. Leaves nobody out. It doesn't. So sin is the real problem. That's come between us and our right relationship with God. Mm -hmm. In 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 6, what do we read there, Dennis? This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie 
and do not practice the truth. Now, when it says light and darkness, mm -hmm. those are two metaphors there. Mm -hmm. What are they talking about? Light would be equated to righteousness and darkness would be equated to sin. So the message that John writes for us there is that God is light, mm -hmm. totally righteous. Totally. Yes. And anybody who has fellowship with him, has a right relationship with him, cannot walk in darkness, which is sin. Mm -hmm. Right. It's interesting when you define the word dark or darkness, that definition means the absence of light. That's right. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting when you think about it from that perspective of definition, when it says that God is light mm -hmm. and there is no darkness in him at all. Yes. God is the absence of darkness. God is the absence of unrighteousness, mm -hmm. of sin, of iniquity. Mm -hmm. I think one reason that uh, we read what we do in the book of Revelation, Gary, in regard to that is because of the absoluteness of God's light. You know, we're told there that in the heavenly realm, there's no need for the sun or the moon or the stars because God and Jesus are the light. Yes. I think, I, I, I think that's an image of just a glory <laughs> that we're just not used to in this world. Yeah, that's right. I don't think we've ever seen that kind of glory and no. just the very presence of God and of Christ, the glory of those, those beings, their total righteousness, mm -hmm. holiness, and on and on, mm -hmm. it lights up the area. Yeah, there is no physical comparison. No. Something else we have a hard time grasping, it seems, is that, you know, the absoluteness of God, God is light. He is not darkness, and, and there is no middle ground. God is the epitome of righteousness. He is not wicked. You know, we, we like to walk the middle fence, or at least think that God will allow us to exist with him in, in happiness and be in the middle of the road kind of relationship, you know, stepping into sin every now and then and living in righteousness. No, no, we have to walk in the light as he is the light. Now, the wages of sin is what? Death. Death, Romans 6 and verse 23. That's right. Now, that being the case, when we walk down a pathway in life that is strewn with sinfulness in our lives, we cannot be walking with God, can we? We can't. We no. cannot be walking toward God when we're walking in that, uh, down that path. Not at all. It's interesting that we find a number of either ors, black or whites, in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And one of those is found in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, mm -hmm. where Jesus says, in essence, there are two roads. Mm -hmm. One is broad and wide, no limits on that one. Right. But it's the pathway to destruction. Mm-hmm. The other one is straight and narrow, mm -hmm. 
but the ultimate destination of it is eternal life in heaven. You know, another illustration of that, Gary, is in the 12th chapter of Matthew in verse 30, where Jesus himself said, He who is not with me is against me. Yes. He who does not gather with me scatters abroad. Either or. No middle ground. No, no middle, middle ground. ground. No third alternative. Mm -hmm. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and a little bit after that, where John says that there are going to be two kinds of harvesting. Mm. One's going to be the wheat that's going to be gathered into the barn. The other one's going to be the chaff or the mm -hmm. refuse that's going to be burned up. Yes. And we're one or the other. That's right. One or the other. Mm -hmm. In another place, Jesus talks about the sheep and the goats. He does. And the sheep are the ones who are faithful and going to mm -hmm. be with him in heaven. Mm -hmm. The goats are the ones who are going to be lost for eternity. That great judgment scene in Matthew 25. Yes. And again, there are only two alternatives, right. sheep or goats. Mm -hmm. Now that's exactly the way we've seen it here in 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 and 6. It's either light or darkness. Right. Yes. Now, maybe we should make this more personal. For our listeners, that means you are either walking in the light or you're walking in the darkness. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're living in sin, you're not walking in the light. Right. Mm. No. You're either on that road to eternal life or you're on that road to eternal condemnation. Mm -hmm. And if you're not living faithfully, now I don't mean you have faith in God or, or Christ. I mean, you're not living faithfully by their teachings, then you're not on the road to mm -hmm. eternal life. And this yeah. is very important for us and our listeners to understand. You know, we cannot continue to live a passive life concerning these things. We have to make the effort to walk in the light and stop walking in darkness. We are saying these things and teaching these things to help ourselves and our listeners to turn from darkness and turn to God. Do you have Revelation 21 there, Dwayne? Sure do. And what about verse 8, 21, 8? But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, of course, this particular list of sinful practices and lifestyles is not all inclusive. It's simply representative, I think we're to understand. Yes. There are many of these lists in the New Testament that all say the same thing. Those who take part in such things without turning away from them, without repenting and coming to God for forgiveness and then living faithfully are destined for eternal condemnation. It, it calls that the second death there. And I think we're to understand that is meaning eternal death, yes. mm -hmm. but not eternal death in the sense of an annihilation that it's, ah, you're just wiped out now, but it's the idea of eternally dying, eternally separated from God. Mm -hmm. And once again, why? Because you lived in sin mm -hmm. and God is light and there is no darkness in him. Yeah, and I think, Dwayne, uh, what you said just a few moments ago is right to the point. We do need to make that choice. And some people may think, well, as long as I haven't chosen not to follow God, I'm okay. 
I'm not following the devil. I didn't choose to do that. I just haven't chosen to follow God yet. Well, if our listeners are in that state, you've made a choice. Yes. And your choice is to be disobedient to God. Oh, yeah. That's the commitment of non-commitment. It is. And there's no such thing. No, there isn't. No, <laughs> You're exactly you're, right. If you're not walking with God, you're walking with the devil. And there's no third choice. There isn't. There's no just being a little bit saved or just maybe a tiny bit lost. You're either saved or you're lost. Right. Mm-hmm. In John chapter 3 and verse 17, Dennis, what does Jesus say there? For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And what about 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9, Dwayne? Familiar that's, passage. Yeah, that's the great passage that tells us of God's patience with us. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, in both of those passages, the one in John 3 and verse 17, the other in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, what we need to understand is God does not want us to be lost. No. Mm -hmm. God does not want you to be lost. You need to look inward and recognize where you are, what you are, where you are spiritually, what your spiritual condition is. Just as you have to look upward and recognize God as being God, you've got to look inward and recognize what you are. Are you righteous or are you unrighteous? Now, if you're not living faithfully to God, according to his teachings, you're not righteous. That may sound harsh, but you've got to look inward and recognize and admit before you can change. If you don't come to that recognition and admission, you cannot change. You will not change. Right. That's part of what repentance is all about. Mm-hmm. And what you read in 2 Peter 3 and verse 9, God is not willing, he's not wanting, it's not his will that any should perish. But, and that's a big word, that all should come to repentance. Yes. You've got to come to repentance. You've got to look inward and recognize and admit your need to repent. We do hope you'll tune in tomorrow and continue this study with us. And we'd love to send you that free Bible study. And you can get into these matters right from the scriptures, perhaps in a more detailed way yourself and learn how to come to God his way. In just a moment, we'll tell you how to contact us.